0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from low self-esteem. If so, then BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You get to talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network, and they give you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Join the 2 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And there's a special offer to Nowhere to be Found listeners. You'll get 10% off of your first month, but only if you go through the link or type in betterhelp.com slash n-t-b-f for Nowhere to be Found. That's better, h-e-l-p dot com slash n-t-b-f. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And you can find the link in our show notes and on our website, NowhereToBeFoundPodcast.com. I'm your host, Amanda Popino, and this is Nowhere To Be Found. Shane's case has been a roller coaster since day one for me. The people involved, the drugs, law enforcement's involvement, everything's been such a mess. Justin being willing to talk to me was such a turning point. It allowed me to get close to Shane's life in a way that I hadn't been able to before. Talking to him on a casual level for many months allowed me to ask questions that literally nobody has been able to ask and create timelines that only a select few could. All that said, our conversations have been just that, very casual. They have not been structured as formal interviews because, to be honest, formal interviews don't make people comfortable. And when people aren't comfortable, they don't usually give you information. But that comes with its own set of pros and cons. But I wouldn't trade that for the world.
1: If somebody did do something to him, that could they could easily have had his phone
0: what are they and, like a criminal and mastermind and, and, like and, and, i don't know uh, man I, well, this is supposed to be like some sort of criminal mastermind that planned this all I,
1: out I, dude
0: i don't know. I, I haven't met any my, of those
1: the thing is where where is he <laughs> where, like if he yeah. was if he was out there somewhere they
0: like, there were search
1: him. dogs there was drones there like, you know i don't know if they actually got helicopters out there but that whole area like i looked at the map of like where the search dogs looked yeah and they had that whole mountainside plastered
0: right and they never got his scent out off of like i mean i think it was 10 yards off the truck or something it's like somebody picked him up he didn't walk if he kept walking in any direction the dogs would just continue to pick up his scent but it just
1: and that's the thing it's It's just gone A his truck was there so he was walking around but b we found the truck on thursday and me and Ray and Crystal, when we found the truck, we obviously walked around there for like an hour. You know what I mean? We walked down, we, we searched the whole area where the truck was just to see if he was like sitting somewhere.
0: So if and, she did something to him, that would mean that they that...
1: find him. And so when they brought the search and rescue dogs there, I was like, are they going to pick up on his scent or are they going to pick up on my scent? you know, because I just walked that trail looking for him five hmm. hours ago.
0: What were... what? How did you feel like Crystal and Ray's behavior was when you were there looking at the truck? Because, like, if she did something and knew what happened to him, that means that whole time that you guys are there looking, she's just putting on a show just for you?
1: Yeah, and, well, here's the thing. It felt, it felt like she was putting on a show just for me because even the very first night the very first day when Ray was out driving around for five hours in her vehicle mm-hmm. and he came back and I got home from Pullman with Jeremy Norman. I looked at her and I was like, why was he driving around all day? And, and you weren't do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then I was like, all right, well let's go look for him. And she didn't want to go look. She didn't want to that whole first night. She, cause I even looked at her. I was like, Crystal, I was like, to me, it seems like you want to find Shane because you want, cause he had the bag of drugs. So the whole first two days, I was just looking at Crystal going, you just want to go get high. I was like, you don't even care where Shane's at. I was like, I don't even think you care one way or the other. I think you're trying to just chase a bag of drugs. Because she at one point told me, she's like, well, I don't really feel like driving around and looking for Shane, and I'll just go get some drum instead. And I looked at her and I went, "See, there you go. That's you're not even about. trying to find him. Right? You're just trying. You're just trying to get high." I was like, "So if you're not trying to find him, I'm not going to go drive around right now in the middle of the night and try to find him. If you're not worried about it." Hmm. And she kind of looked at me all crazy, and then so when we did, when another day went by, and I looked, and I looked at her and I go, "Let's go drive around and look." She wouldn't. She wouldn't have me drive she wouldn't let me ride in her vehicle with she wouldn't she made me follow in my truck as she drove me around the woods for like three hours driving in the complete wrong area of where the truck was even at we drove around every every woods this and that and she was driving like 30 miles an hour and we went back down and ray and we picked up ray and Ray was actually riding with Crystal in front of me. And when we found the truck, the door opened and Ray jumped out while the truck was still moving, yelling, going, I seen a silver flash and Crystal wouldn't stop. And I'm like, what? He goes, I can't even fucking ride with her anymore.
0: Yeah, he, and said, he said she was driving crazy. And in
1: my truck and he's like... I kept telling her to slow down because she was driving 30 and he's like, I seen a silver flash through the, you know, through the trees. And she wouldn't slow down or stop to let me look. And so I jumped out and we threw it in reverse and I drove back up to where he saw it and I could see just a little silver flash through the trees. And so we turned around and went back on the logging road that was that we had passed, turned on it and there the truck was sitting have and you ever been like, in that spot was before? right in the mushroom picking spot where, they, where they'd they seen a bear before.
0: Had you okay. ever been
1: to that spot before? Yeah. It was like a known local mushroom picking spot.
0: Okay. Because um, that was the first so, story I ever heard was the mushroom picking thing. And I was like, who stops in the middle of the day while they're working to go mushroom <laughs> well, picking? And like,
1: out? And like right away, that, that's just what Crystal said he was out there doing. And that's what I told search and rescue because I didn't want to tell him that hey he went and got seven grams of meth and went out and got blasted. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that. So right. I was like, he, you know, he he was in the mushroom picking spot, and so that's what I said is he was out mushroom picking. Because well, it's weird Crystal, that there was. Crystal mushrooms... had mentioned that to me that he was going to the mushroom picking spot. So I and. I honestly don't even think he was there picking mushrooms. I think he was, if he drove his truck there and it wasn't planned, he was there just to get high.
0: Then why were there mushrooms in the truck?
1: That one random mushroom was from the homeowner. Actually, found that over behind the house that we were building, and she gave it to Shane just to see if he knew what it was. And he was going to bring it home to ask Crystal. That's, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, uh, so it wasn't even like an edible mushroom. It was just it was. It almost looked like a half psychedelic one, but it wasn't.
0: Really? Okay. See, the story that I heard was that there was like mushrooms on the floorboard, like psychedelic mushrooms, freshly picked, not like in a bag or dried or anything, just like thrown on the floorboard. You know, there, and
1: I was like, there what? was there was one mushroom
0: uh, that was okay. like that's sitting in it.
1: And like, cause I even looked at it, cause I like kind of looked through the truck when I got there and like the drill was there. Like, he drilled out the ignition and none of the electronics would work because he fucking drilled the ignition. Why out.
0: would he drill the ignition on and a new truck, on a newer truck that that doesn't work on? Like, he knows right, that, right?
1: That, it, it's, and the worst part is, is. He had done it to our last work truck. He had done it to the Skiddy. Like, that was the third time he tried drilling the ignition out in his truck. He did it in his first two trucks, and it worked, but they were old ones. Like, he should have known. Does he
0: just have a habit of losing his keys, or what's the deal?
1: That, that, and... He gets high, like, trust me, I even asked him that too. I was like, what's your deal, dude? You get high and you go off in the woods and you just lose your keys? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, where, like, how are you, like...
0: Leave your keys somewhere.
1: Right. And, but, like, he would, he would just get high and, like, he would, he wouldn't stop. He would, you know, just go until it was gone. And so if he had a little bit, he would get a little bit high. And if he had a lot of bit, well, you'd go to the moon. Hmm. He literally turned, like, if meth could turn somebody retarded, it would turn him retarded. Like, he went from the best carpenter to the worst carpenter. Like, there would be hmm. weekends where, like, we built badass shit during the week, and he would get high. And there would be, like, chicken wire holding up a fucking air conditioner in the grill room. And I would walk in there and be like, what the? What <laughs> you, you feel like you're better than this. two days, I would <laughs> show up for work Monday and be like, uh... Maybe we should take the day off and, like, you should look at what you did. It, <laughs> it, was just, it was just crazy because, you know, you, I, would, I don't get why you do it. It's like, man, you build such nice shit for everyone else, and then you get high as fuck and chicken wire your air conditioner into the ceiling and the floor. Like, that's, that's so bizarre. Bad.
0: But, all right, you know, whatever. You do what you do, and then... But right. as soon as so like the difference that I've heard is like so Shane like you said like if he has a little he does a little if he has a lot he has a lot he might go on like a little bender and then then he goes back to his regular life and like right. he's not an everyday user it, he's like just when he,
1: like when Beck, he's a bender like the anniversary of back dying he would like yeah. that was his thing he would get high and he'd go sit in the woods for a day or two and be by himself. This was and pretty was
0: early saying, for that you know, though because be she
1: we'd go to work and there is nothing.
0: She died in December, and so this is, like, a, even a little bit early for that. I think it was, like, December 7th or something like that. Yep. And he's missing in early November, like, November 2nd, so I'm thinking, okay, is it close? Sure. Is it, like, time to go sit in the woods for a couple of days? Not in my mind, but maybe.
1: And his dad died, right? His dad died in November as well. Mm. Oh. And that so it's just
0: not a good time anymore. of year for him.
1: Because when he, moved, it, when he moved to Oregon, his dad had some sort of cancer or something like that.
0: Yeah. And so
1: that. his dad fought it in Minnesota. And Shane lived in Oregon, and he always felt like he should have been back here taking care of him. Yeah. Sort
0: of yeah. Regret
1: thing. That's tough. And so when his dad died, he um, got his Camaro and then he had his dad's bar. Had all his dad's shit out there, and when the fire wiped it all out, he basically lost his dad again. And yeah, kind that's of it, brutal. Kind of how it was on him. It was brutal for him, because, yeah, the Camaro was awesome.
0: Yeah, now it's so sad looking. Like, that burned picture of the Camaro, I'm just like, dang, that's rough.
1: Right, They, they it, his they spray painted it. I they
0: saw that. Painted i saw that
1: i was i can't believe it I was like, hey. and they went up there and they actually went and they didn't even call me and let me know they were all going out there to do like uh whatever for them they they talked to one they talked to one lady on the river that's been just a fucking nightmare of a lady i mean, she has good intentions yeah, but she's she nice. just too far out there And the the family went out there just recently, and I told them, I was like, you know, it's sad that they have a picture of just them when they're there, and it could have been so much different. I could have had that whole entire valley there. Like, I could have had literally somebody from every house there to do some sort of thing for them.
0: Hmm. Yeah, there's, it's, it's really tricky with families, um... For whatever reason, you are a tough spot for them. Uh, Right. And I don't know. I don't know all the details of it.
1: Hey, I didn't even do anything to get put in this tough spot over. Like, I didn't.
0: I feel like they think that while they were there, you were shady. Like, you were dodging out. And you were, like, doing things that they didn't know what you were doing. And so they just expected or just assumed the worst. I'm not exactly sure what all went down. But there's something, there's some divide
1: there. A, I didn't even know what, I didn't even know how to act. Or B, like, his mom is 70-something or other. Yeah. And she can't go hike through the woods. Right. And And the terrain, like, they were expecting to, like... They were expecting to get off the plane and come out and there was going to be a search party of 300 people and we were all going to walk through the woods and find him, Right. you know, when they like got off the airplane and they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, I've been talking to detectives and the terrain is so steep that they don't want people out there looking for him because if they tell people to go out there and search for him, they're held liable if anything happens to these people and they said they didn't want there to be they wanted the dogs to be able to follow any track that shane would have left and they didn't want us walking over whatever and so when Marge got out there i put her up in literally like the nicest house in that area
0: yeah No, the house was nice.
1: And and it was good friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, and I was like, Marge, you have privacy here. You're right on the river. You're right by the market. You have internet. And you have fucking privacy, you know. If you go stay at Harvick's, you're going to be across the street from the store in a little hotel room. Right. With, like, nothing, you know. And the first day we got there, we got out of the car. And we got out of the cabin, and it was so dark in the woods that Marge wanted to go back to town. She didn't feel safe. She slept with, like, she slept with, like, a chair up by the door and a bath or something like
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Right, and I was there. I was like, oh, I, like, it was, and for four days. Like, I sat there for four days, and I didn't know whether, I even told them, I'm like, do you want me to be here? Do you not want me to be here? Like, do you want space? Do you want privacy? And she just, expected there to be, like, a hundred police officers out there working yeah. at, and there was, you know, two.
0: I think it comes down to, too, like, the life's... I don't... I don't know if she, they were all exactly in the know about the types of lifestyle that Shane and... Chris, I don't think they knew exactly how far Crystal was gone at that no, point, and yeah. I think that it was just a little bit of a shock to them. Like, the whole drug culture to them is, uh, I mean, you know, yes, right. <laughs> not, yeah. they're, they're from the Midwest, so I think they're that from, was, like, your biggest Midwest, issue, so
1: that's, is, 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 like... Yeah. It'd be like if my mom went out there. Right. You know, she would be lost, like, she would be lost, That she wouldn't know what...
0: And if you go be. off to, like, smoke a bowl by yourself, or do something private, like, they're, I think, automatically going to a very dark place. Like, instead of, you know, oh, he's just going out to smoke a bowl, it's like, I don't know. It just extremifies, because they're
1: not in that world. They denied the fact that Shane was even depressed. Like, they would refuse to bring up the Mm -hmm. fact that he was depressed. They refused to bring up any thought of suicide, which he was, which from the time Beck died, he was suicidal, basically, the entire time from the entire time I knew him.
0: Is that what you think? You think that he could
1: have he he told me he couldn't kill himself because he had tried he had tried multiple times. He told me he told me that he shot a gram of meth into his neck trying to have a heart attack. And I was like, Damn I was like and he's Mm -hmm. like it didn't work. And so he would always talk about going off and walking off and finding his tree when it was his time. Hmm. And so, like, I brought that up to the detectives and the search and rescue party and Marge had, would not, would not buy it for a, a she wouldn't believe any of it. I'm like, what, like, I'm not trying to buy you over, Marge, I'm I just know. trying to tell you how it is. Like, I
0: think it's, I think it's changed a little bit even since then. I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with them and I've even put them in contact. I worked with another family um from that same area this kid michael bryson have you ever heard that name yeah
1: i didn't hear that name
0: yeah so he went missing he was into drugs like he was at like a rave he wasn't like a hard drug user or anything but he was doing molly and like some other stuff and they that family got really good about just like recognizing the truth's that they don't really want to look at you know like you don't want to hear that kind of stuff about but they got really good at it so i put them in contact with um shane's family and just told michael's dad Parish. i was like listen like they are having a really hard time with the fact that drugs keep getting brought up in this story and that they're in like a little bit of a denial a little bit of a you know it's just not fun it's not fun that's not that's not fun for them. <laughs> so he talked with them. What they hear yeah, and no, of course not.
1: They don't. You don't. And you, they don't want him to be remembered. No,
0: nobody does. Nobody and, does. And
1: they got to realize that we the people that were around him and supported him aren't gonna remember him by that, right? You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not what the motive is here, right? Like, the
0: but I think it's been toned to down since what then.
1: The fuck happened to him. I think, yeah, not, you know, not drag his name through the dirt, especially not drag fucking my name through the dirt for no fucking reason.
0: I know. It sucks, man. You're in a really tight spot. And I think the only way that this is really going to come, the only way that you can really come out of this without a completely redefined reputation is if whatever did happen comes to light, you know, like if there's crystal and everything comes out and your name is cleared, you can just move on with your life and it can be done.
1: And trust me, I want that more than
0: I know you do. (laughs) I do
1: too. It's just, it's just fucking absurd. It's crazy is what it is.
0: It is. I, um, you know, it's really hard when everybody tells you the story at the beginning before I've done any of my own research and you just get this biased no matter who tells you the story there are always there's always a bias right so they already have an opinion formed in their mind on what happened and yes. it's difficult to hide that from people so then you have to kind of go back through and unravel it and see if it all stands and yours didn't quite stand for i like i just felt like it was a little unjust so, well, though, but and it, then it, crystals it, on the other end was so well padded with confirmation. It was like, well, Jesus Christ, this seems like and, a really easy and choice.
1: Not, and not to mention, like Marge and them, they all watch. The, everybody sits around and watches Who Done It shows on TV, like every yeah. date line or Twenty Twenty or Buried in the Backyard or what well, you know. There's there's stuff everywhere, so they they sit and see this and they want to be the one that figures it out. And, you know, they're going to, and now it's their brother and they're going to do everything they can. And they'll take out anybody along the way to figure out the answer. And it's like, you can't do that. I mean, like, you can't.
0: I'm sure like if it that. was you, it would be the same. That's every family I've ever worked with. Like they'll minus maybe one, like they'll run you down and they don't care who they're bringing down with them because that's, that goes out the door. Logic is secondary.
1: Right. It, it, it doesn't matter to them because they're hurt, and it doesn't right. matter. But you're hurt, hurt too. People on the way, you know, misery. What is it? Misery loves company. Sure does. And and I get that. Yeah. And it just yeah, it just it's just crazy. That is crazy. And and not, and, not, and not to mention like all this stuff that they've been saying. My timeline's off. This and that. My timeline has never been off. And you can talk to the detectives. My timeline has been spot on with them. The detectives literally went and called me up and they're like, yeah, so we feel really bad about this because Miss just sent us like a 45 page email and he goes the very first day that she said in this email, her timeline is off. And he goes, so now every single thing that she has after that first day, that's wrong is in turn wrong because mm-hmm. she was just listening to what I was saying and like trying to take notes. Right. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you really doing right now? Like I gave everything to law enforcement. I was like, let them do their job. I was like, they have everything that I know. And I'm going to let them do their job because they're the ones that can do it. You know, they have the technology, they have, they're they the ones that know what's going on.
0: I would agree with that, though I will also say there's been a lot of stuff that just hasn't been followed up on, hasn't been looked into. It's a little frustrating on my end as well. Uh, I don't know. I, there's so many missing persons cases open in Lane County right now, it's kind of outrageous. So they're busy. No, is
1: it, is <laughs> they're it real really busy.
0: It's like 180 something.
1: How many?
0: 182 or something open cases.
1: And see how many. See, that's the thing. Like, how many of them are. Okay, where do people go when they go into witness protection?
0: I don't know. I don't think they go on the missing persons list, though. That seems counterintuitive. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> I think mean, the detective would make I, more work for themselves, hopefully.
1: I get, I get that. I don't know. But, like, Man, I don't know. There's see the whole the whole Eli thing coming into play and all Josh thing that kind of oh, man. that kind of.
0: But then Shane would have had to know. I mean, in order for that to pan out, right? And Shane's just sitting in witness protection somewhere, which I don't believe for a second. Not no, a, not a bone in my so. body feels like that's true. I,
1: I, I don't think. I don't.
0: That'd be great, but seems unlikely to me that he would have enough foresight with seven grams of meth in his pocket to be like, Hmm, I might be in danger right now. Maybe I should make a phone call and see if I can get someone to come pick me up and put me a witness protection program. Like you would have to know exactly who to call and they would have to be exactly in the right place to get there before, you know, it just doesn't even make sense to me. So I'm like, okay. So then my next option is that he fell. He's out there somewhere. We just haven't found him and everybody's innocent. Unlikely in my mind.
1: No, that, that, See if he was the, when he would he would not if he broke his leg if he was coming down out of those woods and he broke his leg somewhere he would have made it down out of there with a broken leg.
0: Maybe he broke his neck. You know, like then, maybe like then, let's go extreme. Then he would
1: not then right? You're right?
0: Yeah. Let's just go right. extreme just for the sake. He broke his neck. But, he's laying out there
1: uh, where the truck was. I could see the highway. So where the truck was, he was literally, like, a two-minute walk back to Mill Creek, mm-hmm. which there was vehicles going up and down all day long. Like, when I was out there driving Mill Creek, I passed, like, four logging trucks and three forest guys and the other, like, there was vehicles, and it was hunting season. It was, like, open for elk, I believe. Yeah. It was, either, it was either elk or blacktail, something like that. But there was hunters out there too, because I remember even when I was out there driving around looking like we oh, yeah. ran into like five hunters that I stopped and told them what was going on. What
0: happened yeah. on the Saturday after Shane went missing when the family was there and you ran into them at the store and oh, you were that, like all muddy? Yeah. What what
1: what was so, that? So like that that Friday like everything was fine like like i said when i was staying with Marge it was kind of weird but like i didn't know how to like they like they straight up they straight up thought Shane was dead the minute they got off the plane yeah like it was weird like i was like Marge he's only been gone like fucking 5 days like chill out and they're like no he's dead i tell yeah and I'm like whoa. i'm like whoa this is weird like i was like
0: you weren't thinking
1: that really like i'm hoping he's alive and i'm gonna go out and find him and it's like you're on like a murder mystery like it was just weird right and so she looked at me out of the corner of her eye and i could tell i was like what the fuck is that look she's like we're out of here and i go okay i was like do you need a ride to town she's like no we have we have a flight um, tomorrow morning, we're just going to go to town. And I was like, why don't you stay and wait a while? I like, go, well, he's only been gone, like, I can't even remember how long it was at the time, 10 days or something.
0: That's a long time. I was,
1: it, it, it is a long time, but it, he could still be alive, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's not like it would be now if he was, he would need a fight, you know, he's not out there alive right now. No but, way. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he could, still could be.
0: Surviving. Could be, Yeah.
1: And so she's like, we're leaving this and that I'm like, well, all right, whatever. I kind of step back and Jordan. And so that Saturday morning, I was around and Jordan crab called me up. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like fucking sitting here trying to figure out what to do. He's like, well, I have an elk tag. He's like, I got a permit for this same area. He's like, I was going to drive Mill Creek. He's like, you want to go elk hunting with me? I'm like, yeah, that would actually be cool. Cause I can get out in the woods and walk around. And at least, you know, feel like I might be doing something positive. Yeah. And so Crab picked me up. We went uh, hunting down at the pit. We went up the hill. We went up behind the golf course. We pretty much cruised around and tried to find spots where we could see Middle Sister. We just kind of hung out, And it was like 4.30 and he's like, oh man, he's like, have you ever had the loaded potato things from Dakota's? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like no I was like let's go to Dakota's and eat so we rolled down out of the hill and you know we were crossing rivers and hiking around doing all kinds of crazy shit like wet feet boots whatever you know you're in the woods mm-hmm. we come down and I roll into Dakota's and Marge is there mind you with now her other daughter and her other daughter's boyfriend so there was more people so she actually went to town and we picked up jody and jody's boyfriend and somebody else and they're all standing outside dakota's and i like clearly walk up to him you know i'm like hey i was like what what's going on
0: yeah and they're like oh
1: we wanted to come and uh see like why shane you know enjoyed living here and just kind of see the positives on the plate and i was like okay well that's you know, the coolest thing I've heard you say since you got here. So I'm like, that's cool. At least you're going to like, they're like, you know, because we might never be, we might not ever be back here again. And I'm like, cool. Well, do you want me to go with you? And they're like, no, no, we're we're trying to, we're trying to find where the Blue River Reservoir is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my
0: God, <laughs> really?
1: I was like, really? I was like, hey, go down the road, and there's a big sign. Big.
0: Can't miss it. It says
1: Blue River Reservoir with an arrow. I go follow that arrow, and I run right into it. I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. And they drove away, right? And I go to Dakota eat, and I get a call from the detectives, like, three days later, going, yeah, so Marge called us and said that uh, she seen you hiking down out of the woods and that you had mud on your boots. She told us that you were up there hiding a body.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And I'm like, what? And the detective was, yeah, she called us and said that you were off hiking through the woods and you could have been out there hiding a body. And I go, well, hey, mind you, I was with somebody the entire time I was out there. So I have an alibi, which I really shouldn't even need one. And the detectives told Marge, "They go, yeah, well, when you hike through the woods, mud accumulates on your boots. That's where it accumulates. Yep. And they and they left it at that. And so that was the weird Saturday thing. Oh
0: man, Marge basically was
1: lying to me, saying that she was leaving when she wasn't, and she showed up down at Dakotas. And this mighty, I was actually out all day long, like hiking through areas where he could have been. Like I was within, you know, five miles of the truck, maybe between, you know, two miles from where the truck was to five miles. And we kind of spanned out and walked all the trails all the side roads, anywhere where you could see like a view of the sisters. Anywhere's that had like anywhere's where you'd maybe just walk and sit and be like this is a nice spot to just be, you know?
0: Yeah. Did you go to Cougar?
1: Uh I never actually went to Cougar. Hmm. I never actually made it to Cougar. We drove I drove up on the dam and kinda looked over the reservoir, but I never actually got out and like hiked around Cougar.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. But
1: why did they say I did?
0: No, they, well, they said that you really wanted to take them up to Cougar to find an agate or something. And they were like, maybe we should check out Cougar. And Ray made a comment that the day, like, so Shane leaves the property, whatever, at 1030, the day he went missing. And Ray, and somebody asked him, like, well, what were you doing for the rest of the day? And he said, well, I was going to go up to Cougar Dam and look for some blue quartz rocks or something. And right, so they were like, uh, okay, so that's two times that cougar's been mentioned. I don't know. I was like, well, cougar's pretty close. I mean, it wouldn't be that uncommon for people to go up there. But the blue quartz thing was a little weird, I guess. I mean, go look for oh, rocks for the rest of the day. A bunch of,
1: there's a bunch of badass uh, blue lace agate yeah. right on the side of cougar when they when they blasted the reservoir when they blasted the walls to make the dam
0: yeah
1: all that all that rubble has agate in it so you can go pick through all the the side tailings of the reservoir and there's big chunks of that's cool um, blue lace yeah
0: are you sketched out about ray at all
1: like is that sketchy for you it looks like the holly blue it's semi-precious or what did you say
0: i said are you sketched out about ray at all because he's you
1: know, you know, you know oh man. so i've I've been I have been literally debating that for the last God, what is it Six months, months now, almost like I go back and forth because Ray was like one of my best friends out there
0: this like seventy year Ray old dude like, is your like best friend
1: I was close I was closer to Ray than Shane was and I was almost better friends with Ray than Crystal was. Now, Crystal and Ray hung out every single day. Yeah,
0: they're BFF drinking
1: buddies. And got drunk. But as far as like a friend goes, I thought I was more of a friend to Ray than Crystal was. Because the guy isn't a drug dealer. Like, he's not slanging on the street corners. Like, he knows, he just knows where to get it. And that's why he got it. It's not that he sells it, he just knows a guy that does because Crystal told me it was seven grams, she told me that she spent a hundred bucks and got seven grams of that. And I flipped out and was like, why the fuck would you buy that much and do that? You know, he could have by with a quarter gram, not seven. Right. And so it was just kind of weird that she bought that much for him to begin with. But I thought she was just buying that much so that her and they could get high for free, is what it felt like to me. You know, they're like, "Hey, if we if he buys a seven grams, we'll be able to get high for the next two weeks, and not have to buy any." Right. Is the way that I kind of you know figured that whole transaction. Because that morning, luckily, that Tuesday, I got up at like nine thirty, and I didn't have a cigarette, and I walked over to a trailer at like nine forty five, and was trying to find a cigarette. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was standing in there and I walked I stepped in her trailer. She was on her cell phone with her stepmom. and Shane came down the driveway. And I went, what the fuck? I go, why would Shane be coming down the driveway? And it's 10 o'clock and Shane walked in the door. He's like, oh, Hey, how's it going? He's like, so I take it. You're not working today with me. I go, no, I got other stuff that I was going to do. I was like, but I can maybe help you tomorrow. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, the only thing I have to do at the job site today is keep the door open for home comfort because there was a leaky spigot and they had to go fix the leaky spigot where the washing machine hooks up. Mm -hmm. And so Shane had to basically have the door open for them to get in. And, like, I'm sitting there looking at him kind of funny. I'm like, why are you home at 10? And Ray Ray pulled up. And, like I said, for Crystal to be awake Before noon was crazy, and for Ray Ray to be over before noon, there was only one thing he was doing, and that was bringing Shane the Bill, which Crystal had told me she was getting for him like two days prior. So I had already known that he was going to be getting high at some point. I just wasn't sure when. And so when Ray Ray pulled in 30 seconds behind him, I knew what was going down. And I sat there for a couple minutes and talked to... Ray, and I talked to Shane and Crystal. I walked back over to my trailer and sat there for a while while they got high and did their thing, and when Ray Ray was taken off, I walked over to the truck and I seen Shane drive down the road at like five minutes after 10. I bullshitted with Ray for about five minutes, and then he took off up over to go his, do his thing or whatever the fuck he was doing. I really wasn't even paying attention, and then... Yeah, so he, Shane took off at 10, and I went and met Mike Miller at Blue Sky, got some gas money, and I actually went to town, picked up a washer and dryer for Home Depot, uh, drove it back upriver and installed it at Mike Miller's. I was there until 1130. Hmm. And that's when I got home that night, and nobody was there. And that's when Crystal said that she was home until full-on when she went
0: did you talk um, to Eric? Because he was a, he was there too, right? In the trailer? Who? Halverson.
1: Uh Halverson? Halverson was sleeping. He wasn't even I didn't he wasn't even awake when Shane got home like right that. Hmm. I didn't I didn't remember talking to Halverson at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he's a weird question mark for me.
1: Man, and, uh, and Halverson hasn't been straightforward with any of it because he doesn't want to get involved. In yeah,
0: he says he wasn't even there.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. He says he would say that.
0: Yeah, wasn't there, has no idea, hasn't seen Shane in like seven days before that or something crazy. I don't know.
1: Right, which is complete bullshit. And so it's so, like yeah, it's
0: trying to figure I, out why I, people I, are I'm lying about different that, stuff. Like, like
1: I said, that next, that next Wednesday, Wednesday morning was when Crystal ran at me. And so I don't know if you know this, but the detectives, it was Thanksgiving, and I didn't know about the loggers seeing Shane.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I didn't know about that whole story. And so I was literally at the store, and Marge texts me and says that loggers identified Crystal coming down out of the mountains with Shane in the front seat and somebody else in the back seat. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, stop. I'm like, let me call you back when I'm, you know, when I can talk to you. And so I went to my buddy's place, did something, and Marge texted me back. What did you have to do? Go make up a story about the law seeing you, this and that, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? A, and B, what is this story? And so I called her. Um, the detectives actually told me that, They picked Shane out of two picture lineups as the one that got out of because they said that the logger's crystal pulled up and had to turn around and she didn't want to drive off the cliff. So Shane got out of the front seat and made sure that when she backed around, she didn't drive off. And they even said that he was kind of staring all high, like off and off over the cliff, like he was high and just staring off into the woods, which is what he would be doing. Hmm. and that he got back into the car in the passenger seat and crystal drove away and there was another male in the back seat that they couldn't identify and so marge was claiming that i was the one in the back seat hmm. when i was at home watching my phone doing whatever which my gps fucking pings from right where my house was and so was i was good. yeah i was not there but Marge was trying to say that I was in the car with Crystal. That's hard. And, she's, and, the, she's... and the detective said that, see, this is what the detective told me. He said that he went to interview Crystal again and told her the story about the loggers identifying her. Yeah. And he said that she reacted in a way that a non-guilty person would. And that she had gotten, that he said that she would gotten borderline suicidal. When he was telling her the story of the loggers identifying her,
0: how is that? How a non-guilty person would react?
1: Right, exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, "How?" And he goes, "Yeah, there's no way it could have been scripted." And I was like, "Yeah, but what like scripted?" And I was like, "Wouldn't she freak out if somebody identified her and caught her in her lie?" Yeah,
0: I think that, she, that's what makes the most totally sense to me. Listen,
1: which is exactly how she did. Hmm. because that the the straight up fact that she lied to me that night saying that she was home till four when I know she wasn't, and then
0: who do you think uh, would have well, been in the car then
1: right who Who do you think what
0: who who would who would have been in the back seat?
1: I honestly think I honestly think it was her ex-husband, Casey, because she had told me like two days prior to Shane going missing. She was drunk and she was drunk because I was pissed off. I told her I was like, "Yeah, it's Shane, I was pissed at Shane because all he wanted was work out of me. I was like, man, so if I'm only good at work, that's all I'm good for, huh?" And she goes, "Well, all he thinks of me is as as a blowjob machine." <laughs> and I go, "Well, oh, that that you know, that's your arrangement." I go, "That's <laughs> I go if that's be what you guys got going, that's between you guys, you know." And then she slipped up and goes, "Yeah, I've actually been talking to Casey again, and it's nice." And I went, "What?" Mm -hmm. Like I dropped my shit. I was like, "No fucking way!" I was like, "You're talking to your ex husband?" I was like, "A, if Shane knew that, he would flip out. And B, I can't believe you're."
0: Why would she tell you that? That's so dumb.
1: (laughs) Right? I was like, "Why would she be telling me that?" No, and then she texted me some weird she texted me some weird texts that were like leading on about tinfoil which made no sense to me at all and she texted me yeah what about the tinfoil this and that like trying With to lead me on, and i was like i have no clue what you're talking about but this isn't you know this isn't time to have fun and games here crystal i was like this is serious shit and she kept it, texting me this like way left field shit and i was like why the fuck is she on this tangent against me just never made sense
0: man just, she's so hard to follow bad. though it's so hard it's impossible to say i mean in
1: her in her other lie now is now the detectives say that she claims to have not seen shane at all right on that Tuesday, her her statement now is that she, when shane left for work that was the last time she, she never saw him
0: it. again yep that's which, right
1: which is complete bullshit because ray was sitting right there, and she has a text message to her stepmom at like 9, 10, 13 or some yeah. shit, saying that Shane's pulling in the driveway, and she has to go. Yep, because she was she was freaking out that she didn't have lunch ready because he was home early, but she didn't know Ray was coming over either. You know that's why Shane came home at ten was to meet Ray, because he didn't want to meet Ray at the job site. And Mm -hmm. so when Shane pulled up, Crystal thought he was coming home for lunch, and so she thought he was just home early, and then Ray pulled up, and and now she's claiming that she didn't see him at all. Oh, and they were, and she, and some, somebody, somehow, somewhere was trying to say that I got into a physical altercation with Shane, like the day before he went missing, which is... Which is complete. Have you heard any, did anybody tell you anything about
0: No, that? not a physical altercation, that you guys have had, like, an argument, you guys are arguing about. I've heard several, I mean, I've heard that he was trying to fire you, I've heard that he tried to kick you off the property, i heard that you guys are right. fighting about work, I mean, have heard them all.
1: Right, and, and it's all bullshit, because he literally walked in that day at 10 a.m. Asking me if I was going to work with him that afternoon. And I was supposed to go up and meet with the fire disaster relief caseworker that they have up at the school. She, my worker was only there on Tuesdays, and so I was supposed to go meet her. But when Mike Miller called me and asked if I wanted to make some easy money, I drove to town, right, instead of driving up there. So, and and that next day on Wednesday. I was actually set and planned ready to go work with Shane that day because we were going to finish hanging the tongue and groove at Ben's. And, and even Ben, one of the last time he talked to Shane, Shane said that, yeah, hanging this tongue and groove is easier when Justin's here. I'm just going to wait till I have a second set of hands. Right. Which, is, that which makes sense. Is 10 times easier with two people. Right. So like him firing me and kicking me off the property is all fucking bullshit. That's all, that's all Crystal trying to make herself look like the victim, I guess. So say her trying to get it, it's just her trying to direct energy off of herself onto me. Cause I'm the only person that, you know, I'm the only other person that Shane really hung out with besides her.
0: Yeah. Well, and she's, I mean, she contradicts herself constantly. It's impossible to write a timeline if you're only listening to Crystal because it's not coherent. She can't really form a full thought process. Like, she doesn't have a beginning to end. She couldn't have a conversation like we're having right now.
1: Have we actually got to talk to her.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I'm actually talking to her. Like, remember I sent you those text messages? Like, I, yeah, I have no idea. I feel like that's a dude. So the, I don't know if that's so her.
1: That that first that first text about the meat, whatever, yeah. big black meat.
0: No way. That's so her.
1: That that was Crystal's old phone number. Because when Misty first came, when Misty first got upriver, whenever she got off the airplane, she had the same thing happen to her.
0: But then Misty since then...
1: Misty's like, I got this big black meat fucking person telling me that I should suck their meat and yeah. this and that. And, like, I was, like, half tripping out. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But then I, like, started putting it together because I looked at my phone and I had a different number for Crystal.
0: I had, had multiple numbers. I, I don't know who, who I'm talking to anymore. I'm just like, I... Pfft this i I don't i don't think i've talked to her personally and i don't think she would talk to me anyways but
1: no i was gonna say there's no way crystal would talk to anybody about this especially now that she's got a lawyer
0: well, it's super hard, because the person who I am talking to is, like, playing a game, you know? So it's like, they are saying that it's Crystal, and they do know some stuff. Like, they know Honestly, that Shane's missing. I think
1: this, the stuff they know is just the stuff that, like, people have been right. texting. It could
0: totally like just it, be from, yeah, they're gathering information now from all these random people texting them. Totally.
1: Yep, that's exactly what they're doing, because... That's so and, messed up. And, and I'm pretty sure they like own a restaurant in like Kansas City or something. Like they I'm pretty sure it was like linked to like some barbecue joint somewhere. Cause I was I was trying to figure it out too because the text messages that Missy got were just
0: They're absurd. bizarre. They're bizarre. Yeah. They're bizarre. She calls herself Exactly poncho. So She's yeah, it's not and they're
1: they're way too bizarre for Crystal. Crystal won't Crystal won't respond like that.
0: Hmm, then no, I don't think I ever have talked to her. I think I'm just talking to whoever is pretending to be her, it's weird. I,
1: because I, I honestly haven't, I honestly haven't talked to her since like two days after Shane went missing. The last time I seen her was when I went back to the property to get my stuff. I kept, I just, I was too weirded out to even go back there. Like after he went missing, I was just so fucking weirded out by her that I didn't even want to stay there and I never I never did stay there again actually. I stayed upriver. I slept in my truck for like five nights because I wouldn't even go back there and sleep because I was that creeped out by the place. Hmm. And so the last time I went in I drove I was upriver for Christmas and I kept driving by and there was Christmas lights on the trailer that I owned and I was like, Why the fuck is there Christmas lights on my spot? I was like, there's not supposed to be anybody you know, I was like, what the fuck? And so I rolled down there at 8 a.m. just because I knew Crystal wouldn't be up. I was just going to try to go in there and get my shit and leave. Here I go up to my trailer and the door is locked from the inside. There's like a 65-year-old lady sleeping on my couch. (sighs) With none of my stuff in there, all my shit is gone. They are completely moved into my trailer. It's a 65-year-old lady with her pregnant daughter. And her daughter's three kids, oh my god, are living in my trailer. Yes, and like that
0: I'm, you own you own that. Yes, you bought yes. it. Okay,
1: wow. So I sh- I literally show up there and I'm like, what the fuck? They have all Crystal rolls up. She goes, all your stuff is gone. Get a lawyer. And I go what do you mean all my stuff is gone and she goes i threw all your stuff away you don't live here anymore get a lawyer and i go fuck you i don't need a lawyer because i didn't do anything wrong and b i rent so you can't just throw my stuff away and you can't move people into my trailer i go fine i'm taking my stuff and i was gonna literally cut the power cord because i had this super nice extension cord and i had a bunch of propane tanks for heat and like all you know Mm -hmm. and a full setup and i started taking the propane tanks and this chick has the balls to walk up to me and go well if you take that i'm not going to be able to heat i'm not going to be able to heat this place for my kids and i and i went what i go really i go so are you telling me right now that if i take my own propane tanks that you're going to call me in and say that I took heat away from your kids. I was like, that's so fucked up. I'm leaving. Mm. And so I, as I was walking away, I go, hey, by the way, the only thing I'm walking, I'm like, I lost it then, right? I was going to look through all the shit and get all my stuff. I lost it. and I go, I want my buddy's urn and I want the fuck out of here. And she goes, what do you mean your buddy's urn? I go, yeah, you know that wood box that was sitting on the shelf over here? That was my buddy's urn. And she goes, Oh, we're really sorry. And she goes and hands it to me and it's full of candy
0: Oh and
1: they took it and turned it into a candy jar. Yeah.
0: Where is ashes?
1: I fucking lost it. I fucking lost it. I went over to my truck. I fucking like they, they have, they had a copy of my birth certificate. Like the title. They got the title to that trailer. They got the title to my truck, which wasn't even my truck. It was given to me by a friend who signed the title over to me. But they had all my personal information out of the trailer. They got it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it.
0: So did you call the police?
1: What did you do? Yeah, I, I, I called the detectives and told them. I was like, hey, by the way, I just got to my trailer and all my personal possessions are gone. And they go, oh, we'll make no to that and because there's no way that they're like, well, you need to go through and get, you know, did you have renter's insurance? No. And they're like, well, do you have physical documentation of your possessions? I'm like, no. Is that something like normal people keep like a log that like, no. And if I did have the documentation of my possessions,
0: they would have been in there. <laughs>
1: Because they're in my trailer. I was like, what about my tablet? I was like, what about my tablet with my Netflix account that's probably being used? You know, I was like, can you open that up? I was like, fuck. Jesus. So yeah, the the detectives made note. And they said that I could fight him in court if I wanted to take him to small claims court. And at that point, I was like, you know, I don't I really wanted nothing to do with Crystal. So I just said, fuck it. Like I said I'm not going back, and I can have the trailer. Wow. I basically, wa- I basically washed my hands with it, just so I don't have to be involved with any sort of weird weirdness. Yeah, like that it's, it's bad energy. Even that trailer, that whole thing, there's just bad juju involved, and I have totally. to like walk away from it.
0: Probably not a bad call, honestly.
1: Right, I'm um, not gonna go fight Crystal for no. that trailer. And, like the work truck, even, even, so even my tools, I've had to like go over the moon and back to try to proclaim that these tools that are mine are mine. So when Shane and I would go after we get paid for a job, like if we cashed out on one, whatever job we were starting next, we'd go to Jerry's or whatever, and we'd buy tools, whatever we needed for the next job or whatever we wanted to upgrade. And then we would split our paycheck with whatever money was left. Right. So basically every tool that we had, I paid for half of it because that came out of our work fund. Okay. You know, I, did, I didn't get my percent I got paid my percentage after we bought our tool.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So that,
1: right. So the tools are half mine. So A, for me to in. just leave my tools in the middle of the woods when I found the truck would have been fucking stupid. You know, I'm not going to drive away from that truck going, huh, I just left all my tools in the back of that thing in the middle of the woods. That's not too smart. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? And then I left the tools that were at the job site out in the rain for weeks until the detectives told me that I could go get them. And finally, the detectives called me and they're like, yeah, you can go get those tools. They're yours. And I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm not getting rid of these tools, and you're the only person that I'm going to give these tools to. And the detective goes, well, that works for me. And I go, cool. And now I'm having to, like, defend to his family that these tools are, they claim that I stole these tools from the job site and that getting the tools out of the truck was a shady move. Like, why would I get my tools out of the truck when, you know, We're looking for Shane. It's like, hey, it took five minutes. And why would I leave my tools in the middle of the woods?
0: Right. Especially at that point, because you think Shane's fine and he's going to show up.
1: Right. Exactly. Like, the only only reason why I left the map is because on the map, I wrote a note. Hey, it's Justin and Crystal and Ray. We found the truck. I loaded up all the tools in my truck so you don't think they're stolen. Mm -hmm. I have them down at the spot. And I circled on the map, here's your truck, and here's where we live, you know, just in <laughs> case he was fucking gone. You know, gone, high, lost, whatever. Okay. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, it makes a lot yeah. more sense when it's laid out like that. I mean, it, I will say it sounded pretty weird when I first heard it. Right. I was like,
1: it, right, it uh... sounds weird, but think about it like I had been driving, I was following Crystal in right. my truck. And her and Ray were in her vehicle. And so when we found Shane's truck, it was like 4.30 in the afternoon. And so we parked and we proceeded to, we ran, they ran up to Shane's truck first before I got up there and kind of looked through it. And then we sat there for a little bit, started yelling for Shane. We walked around, Ray hiked down the other ridge. I hiked down the other ridge. I sat there for a little bit and went, well, fuck it. I'm not going to leave the tools unlocked in this truck if he's not around. So I unloaded all the tools and wrote the note. Hey, I have our tools.
0: Right. Yeah, that, okay. So just hearing it just like that, like how you just said it, that's, that's what everybody basically needs to hear. Cause it doesn't sound shady when you lay it out like that. And I think you can save yourself a lot of
1: right. grief. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, you know, he he went. He drove off into the woods that Tuesday morning, and you know, we found the truck Thursday afternoon. So when I found the truck, I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't even like worried or even thinking about him like not coming back.
0: Okay, well, you know I will I mean? say, like, for most like, I, people...
1: Like, there there was no thought in my mind that he wasn't going to pop out of the woods or that he wasn't hanging out somewhere fucked up, or you know what I mean?
0: I think that's hard for people to understand because if anybody that I know is gone for two days without a trace and I don't hear from them, that's weird. That's not normal. <laughs>
1: and see... And see but for Shane, hard it hard is if normal. It, if it wouldn't have been rainy and, like, shitty and cold out, if it would have been summertime... Shane could have been gone for a week and I won't to question it.
0: Without saying a word?
1: Right, yeah. If I would have known that okay. he had 7 grams of meth, I would have given him a week before I went out and was like, alright, I gotta go figure out where he's at. Okay. But because but because the weather was so crazy and because Crystal was sketching me out, that's why I called yeah. him went ahead I did. Right. Like, literally, if Crystal wouldn't have been acting weird... And the weather would not have been cold and rainy and shitty and it would have been normal and she'd have been like, Shane got high and he's asking if it's mushroom picking. I would have went, Yeah, that could be a two or three day endeavor.
0: So um, that's the so part that, that people that's, really that's need why to it understand.
1: For him to be gone for two days.
0: Yeah. That's that changes the story. So
1: And people like that hmm.
0: understand that No, they won't.
1: But they will if you they know, just and, you and, know like, you just say it. Driving, when we found the truck, we had been driving around for like two or three hours prior to that. So when we got there, we had been driving around the woods for fucking ever looking for it. So when we finally found it, it was like, yes. You know, that's that's why, that's what my main goal was from, you know, the time he left Tuesday when Crystal said that he drilled out the ignition in his truck. I, I just thought it was weird that we couldn't even find the truck.
0: You yeah, know what I mean. And right. It took
1: Crystal until Thursday to figure out where the truck was when she was supposedly talking to him on the phone. You know
0: that whole time. Right. Right. Jesus, my head's gonna explode soon. I can't imagine how yours
1: feels. Right. It's well, so much. Yeah, dude. I just had to. I well, see, that's why I had to get out. Of, that's why I had to get out of there for a minute. And it was good to get away from the drugs, because
0: yeah, for sure,
1: refresh. But they made it they made it easier to sleep. The drugs did because I wouldn't think about it. Yeah, I bet. I could give you the timeline, like in chronological order, too, if you wanted.
0: Yeah, if like if you, you know, will write it out yeah. for me, and people can just hear the story. Like, check it out. Here's what's up. Like, it sounds weird. Bear with me and listen to this whole story and it all kind of comes around. I mean, I still don't know what ha- happened to Shane. So that part doesn't come around, but at least for your portion of it, it all kind of checks out in my mind. I don't, I don't because, feel because sketched I out. Know,
1: I, I honestly don't know what happened to Shane either. I know. Drove, like like I said, he drove away at 10 and that was the last time I seen him. Yeah. And like the, the rest of it is just all the pieces of, that I've been putting together you know, since, and basically just trying to put the pieces together. Me too.
0: From afar, unbiased. So at least I have a little bit of an advantage because I don't have all the baggage that comes with it that you do. (laughs) But I also don't know these people. So, no, I I get it. I don't
1: know what happened to Shane. It could have been Ray. It could have been Crystal. It could have been, you know, one of the other drug dealers in town. It could have been... He could be in witness protection because the cartel is, but you know, yeah. The, I don't know what happened to him, but I know my story.
0: Sucks for you. I'm really sorry that you're in that spot. <laughs> I think you were really trying to help. I believe you, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. I believe you. Look, you should, you should
1: see, me, you should see my own town. I
0: like, can't I even like, imagine. I
1: grew in a small town, like a, not you know, saying like nine thousand people small.
0: So right. Man, there's so many. My head is literally going to explode soon. Yeah, you can think about it. I need to think about it. (laughs) Let me think about it. And let me text you tomorrow and, like, come up with a list of things that could just lay it out well, you know, so that it's easy for people to understand.
1: Like, that's what I can get, you know, like, that's all I can Right. All I can guarantee is like my that's all my facts in it.
0: Right, that's as far all I need. Like the
1: speculation about this and this and
0: that. Yeah, we can't do that.
1: You know, I have strong feelings, but like they're you know feelings. The,
0: right, they're just point. opinions, and as long as you state them as such, that's totally right. fine. You have the freedom to, as do I, as does the family. We just need right. to make sure that we present them as opinions and not as facts, so we don't get in trouble.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't presented anything about. No,
0: any and you're totally fine so far. I, and, I mean, I haven't heard anything. My thing
1: is, like, I straight up told the, de- I've given my whole story to the detectives like three times.
0: Right. But and, since like, the and, detectives,
1: and time they're like, you've been cooperative. Your story has never changed. And they like, and even, even when like March said my timeline changed. It's not that my timeline changed. It's that there was like a new piece of the story that I threw in there that doesn't affect, you know, A or B, but it's a part of the story I didn't say the very first time you took your notes on me. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's there's all kinds of little weird things that I remember or can think of or whatever happens along the way. Right. That weren't that weren't in that you know, initial twenty minute interrogation that the detective gave.
0: Right. That's fine. It's
1: like well it's like, yeah, hey, well yeah, that day I did go to Home Depot, I did deliver the washer and dryers. But yeah, I stopped by my place for five minutes to grab a soda on the way up river. It's like sorry I forgot to mention I stopped by my place to grab a soda, but that doesn't affect anything. You know, that doesn't make me a liar.
0: Right. Well, and luckily... I stopped
1: and grabbed a soda and didn't tell you about it.
0: Luckily, I've already interviewed a bunch of people who
1: kind of fit in
0: with this. Like, their stories fit with your story. So... Right. I think it will present well for you. And I know you've told the detective everything, and they know they don't feel like you're guilty, but... Unfortunately, telling the detective everything hasn't stopped anybody in your actual life from feeling like you're guilty because they didn't get to know what you told the detective and right. do,
1: should what, they that's what, not that's necessarily what I've been Trying to tell everybody is like right. they don't the family doesn't know what I told the detective
0: but they can
1: but they can yeah exactly so they, they can and they just haven't gone about the right way of doing it.
0: I think everybody has the same goal. Like, we all want to find out what happened to Shane. Everybody loves Shane who's involved with this. Like, I think that all the pieces are there. They just need to be put together correctly. Well, I, yeah, I think this is always going to be a little bit of a nightmare for you, honestly. But at least if you can clear your name and just move on with your life, it'll just be something that you look back on as like, wow, that was really shitty, that whole thing. Right. But at least you can just feel like you did your part and you can that's just move why, on.
1: That's why I wanted to say that's why i also i also hope that the answer does come up you me know too. what i mean yes and, and and it's hard and it's hard because they may even know more than what i know you know they can't tell me everything that they figured out right you know, it's not like the cops can
0: right um, they might know everything and they're just waiting on results who knows
1: exactly because I've, I've gotten signs like that too where they've been saying that it takes quite a while to get results. So who knows? That's what I think too is they could be waiting on information.
0: I hope so. I truly believe that the pieces to the puzzle are all here to solve this case. It's going to take the right information falling into the right hands to make it happen but I think it's just a matter of time. So it's hard for me to figure out when it's time to move on to another case. And Shane's case has captivated me in a way that makes it very difficult to walk away from. I've talked to Shane's family, his friends, Blue River locals, search and rescue, and everything in between. Next week, I'll share some new information that's come to light and talk to those closest to Shane again to hear about some of their best memories. We've been asked how our listeners can contribute to the show, so we set up an account with Patreon. Check out the link in our show notes if you're interested in supporting our cause. You can also find it on our website, NowhereToBeFoundPodcast.com.